This is our fifth session now in Ephesians 4, 17 to 24, and we're going to focus maybe for two sessions on this part right here. So let me read the context, and I'll pose a question. Now this I say and testify in the Lord, that you must no longer walk as the Gentiles do in the futility of their mind, being darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God, because of the ignorance that is in them, because of their hardness of heart, who, having become callous, have given themselves up to sensuality, unto practice of all kinds of, or all uncleanness and covetousness. And now, but you did not thus learn Christ. And by the way, before I keep reading, there's one well-known commentator uh, who said this Greek construction and this English construction of learn with a direct object of a person, learn a person, is without precedent in the Greek language before this occasion. Now, you can't prove that because we haven't read everything. Nobody's read everything. But he has not been able to find any occasion for this usage. So we can't get any clue from outside the New Testament what this strange construction, learn Christ, means. We've got to go with the context, which excites me. I like going with the context anyway. If indeed you have heard him and were taught in him, as the truth is in Jesus, and this is what you were taught, to put off the old person according to your former manner of life, which is corrupt through desires of deceit, and to be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and to put on the new person created according to God in righteousness and holiness of the truth. So, Father, as we try to understand this, learn Christ here so that we can actually do it and grow in it. Show us, uh, give us pointers, give us insights into Paul's mind and your mind here, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So I'm going to suggest two ways of probing the depths of learn Christ. One is to go back and look for places where we have been shown what it is to learn Christ. And the other is to go forward and let this define what it is to learn Christ. So let's do both of those. So when I think, learn Christ, all right, you did not, this does not describe what it means to learn Christ. Well, then, what have you said about learning Christ that would make that plain in the preceding? So here's chapter two. What you do is just read the first four chapters again, looking for places where Something like learning Christ would be spoken, or learning from Christ, learning about Christ, learning the words of Christ, the teachings of Christ. Here's Ephesians 2. Remember that great reconciliation section? He, Christ, came and preached peace to you who were far off. So this is you. This is you. Now, these people had not been around in, in, when Jesus was alive. Christ came and preached to them in the, the apostolic preaching. Christ preaches to people today when his word is faithfully preached. He came and preached peace to you who were far off. So in his earthly life and in his uh, preaching through the apostles, 
he preached peace to those who were near, for through him we both have access in one spirit to the Father. In other words, what he preached was we together are reconciled to the Father. We're not alienated anymore. So then you are no longer strangers and aliens. You are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. So Gentiles are full fellow citizens, which means if you come back here and remember this, alienated from the life of God. So he just said that what you want to walk away from is no longer walk as people who are alienated from the life of God because you didn't learn Christ that way. What you learned from Christ was you have access in one spirit with the Father. So that's one way of going about filling out learn Christ by going backward and then relating it to the context of what you are supposed to not be like, namely alienated from God, because if you learned Christ according to what you've seen already, then you wouldn't know yourself as alienated. Here's another example. Chapter 3, verse 14 to 19. This is the prayer. Beautiful, beautiful prayer. I bow my knees before the Father from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ, he's praying for Christians, that Christ would dwell in your hearts through faith so that, now what? What does he want Christ by indwelling us fully and manifestly and experientially to do this? that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend. That's what he wants to happen. By Christ being in our hearts, we're able to comprehend with all the saints the breadth, length, height, depth, and know the love of Christ. So learning Christ, we could say, happens through Christ dwelling in our hearts, enabling us to do this learning. Isn't this a learning? He wants us to comprehend the greatness of the love of Christ. So when we come back here, we say, whatever else he's going to tell us to do, it's all going to be done on the basis that we have learned Christ, meaning we have learned that we are loved by Christ with a height and depth and length and breadth that is beyond comprehension, and we are filled with all the fullness of God, which would, of course, be the opposite of being alienated from God, and it would also be the opposite of all this craving covetousness, which flows from such an emptiness that we have to go after sensuality things in order to be satisfied instead of being filled with all the fullness of God. You didn't learn Christ that way. Okay, that's the way I would go about it, preach it and teach it, if I were going to fill this up by going backward. Now, let's blot that out and go forward. So, you can fill out Learn Christ by this. If indeed you have heard him, or some translations heard about him, both are true, I think. So, Learn Christ being filled up. I've, I've, learned, I've heard him in the gospel. I heard the gospel. The gospel was called the word of truth, and the, the truth is in Jesus. Back in chapter 1, verse 13. Okay, I've heard him. I was taught in or by him. I can go either way. And the truth 
is in Jesus. Now, what was I taught? I heard him and I was taught, princess, as the truth is in Jesus, I was taught three things by him. I was taught to, one, put off the old person according to your former manner of life. No longer walk as the Gentiles. Former manner of life. You did not so learn Christ. So don't walk that way anymore because you were taught by Jesus to put off the former manner of life, which is corrupt through deceitful desires or desires of deceit. And so you don't have to be eaten up by covetousness. These are desires that are killing you. They are sensuality and they are yielding a practice that is unclean and it's going to bring down the wrath of God. You didn't learn Christ that way because he called you away from desires like this. Second, you learned or he was he taught you to be renewed in the spirit of your mind so you're not in the grip of futility anymore. The futility of mind, the mind no longer uh, works in a dead-end street producing futility. The mind has a new spirit. It's being guided in a new way. That's what you learned, Christ. That's what you learned from Christ. And then third, you learned from Christ. He taught you to put on the new person created according to God in righteousness and holiness not in every manner of uncleanness. So if you go forward, then you see at least three ways that contrast with the folly and the uncleanness and the covetousness of this previous paragraph. So either way, you fill up, how did you learn Christ? You learned things about him back in chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 3, which show that all of this is utter folly. So don't stay there anymore. Don't walk according to the Gentiles. You didn't learn Christ that way. Christ has pointed you in a whole new way. And I, and I would just end by saying, not only can you go this way and fill up learn Christ with these three, one, two, three, but when you do that, don't leave this behind. Remember, I learned Christ that he reconciled me to the Father. I learned Christ, that he loves me with a height and depth and length and breadth, so that whatever else is called for here, it is built on my reconciliation with God. I'm no longer alienated from the life of God. I am loved by God in Christ with an unfathomably high and deep and long and wide love.